Before. Gotta get a big swig before we big, start the big episode. swig of the agua. Yes. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Switch the Podcast once again, 36. episode thirty-six. Uh, how y'all doing? I'm doing pretty well. Colby, what about you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, you know, I was still in shutdown, so that kind of sucks. You know, just day by day, things seem to be getting farther and farther away, but we keep pushing. Of course, uh, I, yeah. I I ordered a college football game for the Xbox 360, so that's gonna keep me. I did see that. Me. I was wondering what that was. It's gonna keep me company for a little bit here, you know. Just you know, they don't make them anymore, so they're pretty they're pretty hard to find because of, of that whole thing, athletes thing. And mm-hmm. other than that, not not a lot. So what about you? What have you been up to? Uh oh, not not a whole lot. Same old, same old. Really, still. Grinding out the Animal Crossing as usual. Of uh, try it's it's been really cold the past few days, so I haven't been able to go out and and bike ride it's a not, lot. Yeah, it's not it, warm. It's gonna like, be it, it snowed two rain. days ago. It it yeah. snowed like it stuck to the ground. It, it was terrifying. It was, I thought we were going back in time. It was literally one of the worst things that's ever happened <laughs> in my life, and uh, and that's not an understatement. It's one of the worst things ever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to so, keep looking at the camera since we're doing the switch it up shorts now, and I need to like not look like an idiot just staring down at the ground. Yeah, so I guess we can uh, we can just dive, we can just self promote here first, then we'll get into the main thing. So yeah. once again, on YouTube at we're just gonna switch it up podcast YouTube channels out there. We have two videos from last week. We're doing switch it up shorts. We're basically just gonna take clips from our recordings, put them on there. If you don't listen to the whole episodes, that's fine. The majority of what we, the main points of what we get into on the show will be on YouTube. Uh, we're on Twitter at SwitchUpPod, and if you have any suggestions or want to do anything, you can email us at at switch at switch it up podcast. So, yes, that that's it. So, well said. Yeah. All right. So I guess we. All right. So I'll. I just have. I have two things here, and you know, I have one of those Animal Crossing that ties into what you have. Okay. Uh, today is the 30th anniversary of Fire Emblem. A, a good old fire. I did see that on on Twitter. So, 30th anniversary yes. of Fire Emblem. So so we've only played one Fire Emblem game. Yes, but it was great. So it was, it was phenomenal. So hey, we are, we are officially a part of the movement. So ha- happy 30th we're, anniversary. We're fire legally Emblem. we're legally obligated now to to wish Fire Emblem a happy for a happy birthday. Yes, we are now allowed. 30 years old, ripe old age, right there. Yeah, so that makes what 1990 was the first game. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. That's right, 1990. God, Marth, that old son of a bitch. Um, yeah, he's old as shit. He is. And then just my next thing here is Tyler. Four days ago, we got an update on the Animal Crossing units sold. We did. Yes, and, and that was on... a question. I wasn't confirming. I, I actually did not know that. And. It is on the list of best-selling Switch video games. Of the top 31, what number do you think it is at right now? Five. Come on now. Five five is Pokemon Sword and Shield, 16 million. (laughs) Oh. uh, 16. 13. It's at 13. 3.32 million. That was updated four days ago. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's has it hasn't been out hasn't no, even been good. out a month. Has it been out a month? No, hasn't. Oh yeah, it's been out a month no, exactly. Exactly today is exactly a month is today. 
taken four days ago. It's at 3.32, which is right above 1-2 Switch, and almost an entire million behind Link's Awakening. So we talked about this last episode, I think, but I don't know how much more steam it can catch. I mean, obviously, it's a pretty popular game. I mean, I was on house party with my with my aunts and uncles, and my aunt pulled out a Nintendo Switch Lite and just started playing it. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, what is just like, I just realized that was really far away from the camera. So Yeah, I was just like, she was like, yeah, we got Switch Lights. I'm like, what game did you get? It's like it's like midnight, keep in mind. And she was just like, she goes like, I got Animal Crossing. I'm like, oh my God, I have it too. She's like, I come visit your island? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, good, good uh, golly. But yeah. God I bless like, you, Nintendo. I need to get on the crossing and get that eye patch off you. <laughs> oh yeah, I did find an eye patch for Colby's uh, Dimitri costume that he made. Yeah, I do need to hop on the crossing. I kind of miss it, so maybe I'll hop on later. You tonight, missed but... the crossing. I did not expect that coming out of you. A, a but... little bit. Yeah, my my residents are probably all moved out, so at least one of them probably. Yeah. So I. So yeah, I'm currently nice. in that. I'm currently in that process of attempting to forcefully move out. Uh, uh, to evict one of my vis- villagers because I hate him. So yeah, so that was that. So yeah, the unit sold. I looked on it today. I'm like, I wonder if it's been a month exactly. I wonder if they have any numbers up. And what do you know? Four days ago, they put it up 3.32 million. Not bad. So not bad. It's pretty good. No, it is pretty good, definitely. So what do you got? Uh oh, for Animal Crossing. So I was gonna talk about Animal Crossing fatigue and how it's already starting to set in. Uh, for me personally, because you're finally hitting the you're finally hitting the wall. I mean, I'm at. We talked about oh, this oh, no. last don't, episode. Don't how, show the hours. No, I'm not going to show the hours. What do you think? I have no self preservation. Uh, no, stop! Don't no! Don't get the switch. I want to know. I haven't been on Switch in a while. Oh, dick. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, I feel like. At the point that my town development is right now, there's just not a whole lot left to do. You know, still a long way to go to get to me, buddy. Yeah, I know, Mister Four Hundo over there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know, I got my five star island. I'm buying and selling turnips for a shit ton of money, so I don't even need to like build up my bank account anymore, really. And no. there's no there's no new like shops or anything right now, so I'm kind of at the end of the line. In you know, at least did you see the did you see the Nintendo Minute of multiplayer ideas for Animal Crossing? I didn't. So the host Kit and Chris, this is off Nintendo Life. Obviously, Nintendo Minute. If you're a Nintendo fan, you know what that is. You know, there's not a lot to do with the multiplayer besides just visit your island and just. You know what? There's not. There's nothing that really you can do that like. Sort of looking for like in unison. So well, they're like, yeah. So they're like, you know, just like little ideas, like being able to kick a ball around or like play mini games on the island, like would make a big difference in the, in just how like people yeah. would respond to play. The, the closest it, thing that you can really do in that respect is probably the fishing tourney or the bug yeah. offs because you can help each other get points. Like if you both fish. Like do the fishing tourney on the same island. Uh, CJ, the guy who runs it, he pools all of your points together for that round and gives each person the full amount of points. And also, there's this item that you can get when the Nook's Granny Shop upgrades called the uh, the timer. And 
basically it it's it acts as sort of a mini like comp like a mini uh, competition or attorney style sort of thing, where it'll have the same like ready set go, and it'll record like the number of fish you catch and the number of bugs you catch. So if you want to do something like that uh, on your own, you can do it with this item. Or I've seen it just used for other things, like just as a time limit for some other uh, original games that some YouTubers have made up themselves and have gotten people together to play. So there is a little bit of it, but it's obviously not as fleshed out as it definitely could be. No, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm glad. Really yeah, I'm glad you brought up that timer because their big thing was like timed mini games, so, like timed hide and seek, because it only takes you like realistically it takes you a minute to get around your island if you know if you know ins and outs yeah i actually have seen people do use this timer for timed hide and seek obviously it's yes like yeah but that yeah like a built-in time a built-in hide and seek like there's a you can build a soccer field like maybe like a timed soccer game like a minute soccer game or something like that like a treasure hunt like that kind of stuff like yeah this game i'm, I'm literally looking at it right here players one it's single player but then in parentheses just eight online yum cool of a how cool of a multiplayer system you can get with eight players on one island? Yeah, it it is strange that they allow you so many people on your island at once, but you can't really do a whole lot with them. No, uh, it's... and it also takes it's just a it's just a complete hellscape of menus to even get all eight of them onto your island in the first place. So yeah, I don't know why the game stops to let you know that someone else is flying in your island. Like, that just seems unnecessary. But like, yeah, we talked they could about that. In background course. load that, but you know. yeah. We talked about that last time. Obviously, there's even more stuff that I haven't talked that we didn't discuss. Like, how you have to, if you want to craft something and then immediately customize it, you have to get out of the crafting menu, go back in to the crafting table, and select customize, instead of just choosing it right from the menu after you craft the item. There's a whole bunch of that stuff. It's and a- there's nothing really major. It's just a lot of little things that build up to be something major. Yeah, there is a lot of... That's exactly right. But we already talked our yes. audience's ears off about that last episode. But yep. more new Animal Crossing stuff. There have been data mines and leaks galore since our last episode. So yes. there are many new features that people have, have dug into the code to look for that might be coming uh, later down the line. Those sly kids, man. Their technology. They can just find things out. Yeah, it seems like Nintendo's kind of catching on, though, because there have been... Uh, there's this guy named Ninji, who's the main data miner that a lot of people are getting their information from. Uh, it seems Nintendo is getting wise to people like his actions uh, because they've gone from... They've kind of, like, more given uh, features more code names. Originally, it was, like, you know... I think there was something where it was like it specifically mentioned Red, the character in the code, which was a, a past Animal Crossing character who would sell you fraudulent art pieces. He's kind of like a scam artist sort of guy. Uh, Ooh. He was uh, he was specified in the code uh, by name, but in the subsequent data mine after that, uh, it looks like Nintendo kind of changed his name to like just a single letter to try and like hide their tracks, you know. Red was mentioned specifically in the code. Data mine after. Uh, it seems like he was replaced with like a code name sort of thing. So things that the data miners have uncovered include two new shops for the museum. One just strict museum shop, and the other is sort of like an art exhibit where we think Red might post up. Or actually, no. Sorry. 
The second thing is actually the uh, cafe, uh, Brewster's Cafe. The oh, Roost. yeah, we yeah we did talk about that. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, people from the data mines and the leaks, people think that it's going to be part of the museum instead of its own separate building. Uh, the data mines suggest that Red, the sly fox scammer character from past Animal Crossings, uh, might be docking a ship at the hidden beach at the north face of your island. Alright. Obviously, this is within the code of the game, but that doesn't mean that all these features will be implemented later. They could be cut concepts that were just left in there before development stopped on them, so take this with a grain of salt. Uh, People believe that bushes will be returning. Uh, In some past Animal Crossing games, there have been different types of bushes that could grow stuff on them, so people are thinking that that's something that could be coming in the new Earth Day event, which could be coming in actually two days. So, a lot yeah, of these, true. Up, a lot of these updates, yeah, a lot of these updates or these features uh, may soon be either confirmed or deconfirmed in this yeah. next update. So we well, think bushes listen- may be coming. Whenever you're listening, to this Earth Day is Wednesday, the twenty second. So you yes. might get an update here in the near future. Um, yeah, they're going to be adding Leaf, the the sloth, who was the gardener. Yay! In, <laughs> uh, in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, so he might be a little different because in the past, Tortimer, the mayor, or the the previous mayor of New Leaf, or the towns in previous Animal Crossing games, uh, he, he was usually the one who was running Earth Day. Mm-hmm. But now, from the past Nintendo Direct uh, on it, with Leaf's face showing up, it may be him, but we're not sure. Uh, data miners also believe that diving may be making a return. Again, Animal Crossing New Leaf, you can acquire a wetsuit at this tropical island, and you can. this allows you to get off of your beach and just go into the water and find deep-sea creatures. Oh my god, that would be incredible. So you could... It's not like Wait, you have to go so under the you, water, so you are, just see a shadow. So are you saying this is going to happen in the next Earth, like update? We don't know. This is just, or is this just possibilities? They this is just possibilities. Little snippets of code which kind of lend themselves to these sorts of features. Okay. uh, That kind of imply that these features may be coming later down the line. Um, but yeah, we think diving may be making a return. Uh, there is evidence in the game that there might be a cooking system being implemented. So you can make different types of food for yourself that aren't just eating fruit and turnips. And I'm assuming that the meals would give you, like, more energy. Because the fruits and pears, like, I only give you, like, one bar. I'm assuming meals would, like, make it two or three at least. Yeah, we're – it's – from what I've seen, that's not – you know, nothing's definitive, obviously. But Yeah, these are just suggestions. I haven't seen a lot of speculation on the food part specifically. I believe that's more of a recent development. Uh. There is also kind of a subset of of items, like seafood items, of which there's supposed to be around 30-ish in the game, it seems, that are implied from the code, but there's only one, being the manila clam. So people are thinking that other items like that, in that category, may be coming down the line later, which also may be possibly the reason the manila clam can't stack. And the only reason I can think of that manila clams were in the game before these other items that are in its same category is because it's used to make fish bait, and that would be kind of, you know, 
I feel like maybe that's something that they deemed important enough to keep in the game if they were developing or planning on releasing the rest later. I don't know. I don't know how game development works. But, no. Uh, yeah. New care. I already mentioned the characters Red and Brewster, which are the main ones that we believe are coming. And Leaf is already confirmed to be coming yes. pretty much. Uh, and I believe that was everything that I had that was of note personally. So that we could get out of the code. Yeah. There we go. So a lot of implications on some new stuff coming. We'll have to see on what... Because in two days, this will be the first uh, look we get at the scale of Animal Crossing updates. You know, true. Like, yeah. This might set the precedent for other updates going forward, how big they'll be, and what kind of things they will add. Is there is there confirmation on what the Earth Day event's going to be all about, or no? No, not really. Okay. Uh, there There is no confirmation as to what it will be, what sorts of activities you can do, or what you can earn. I'm personally hoping Leaf will set up a shop, but I know with the amount of shops that ha- they already have put in the game, that's probably not uh, feasible, I'd say, because of, I say how many shops they put in the game, there's only really two. So Yeah, but there's, there's like a lot of things that are going, and especially if all that stuff in the updates, like even if like half of it's true, if like Bruiser's gonna have a cafe, again, that's in the museum, so maybe you'll see more of that where like stuff's like, stuff's like intertwined. Yeah, I mean... I actually talked about this with my Discord group. We think we were talking about new shops that they could add or other cut characters that we wish were in the game. We said that if because there are traveling merchants that uh, we we wish that you'd be able to recruit because you can do the same thing with Mabel. She starts out as a traveling merchant who shows up at your village every once in a while, and if you spend enough bells at her shop, she'll open up shop on your island like permanently. So we're thinking like, oh. Kicks the skunk who sells you shoes and bags and socks. Maybe uh, he could be an add-on to the Able Sister shop. Uh, or uh, LaBelle, the third Able Sister, if you help her out enough times, maybe she'll also have a wing in the Able Sister shop, and it can be like an upgraded shop then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all we obviously thought Brewster and Red would be in the, um, in the museum. Uh Leaf would probably need a separate store, or he would have a wing in, like, the the Nook's Cranny. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, which I still do not have upgraded, because, goddamn, it takes 30... <laughs> Holy crap. So we figured out... Basically, everyone has now figured out the the way that the shop upgrades. Okay. You need, so you need to have bought and spent a collective amount of 200,000 bells, which is easy. That That's, like, no time at all. How dare but, you say that's easy. Dude, if you sell like freaking three tarantulas, you get it. <laughs> that's an, that's an oh, that's obviously a uh, an over exaggeration. But if you buy and sell there regularly, you you'll uh, get it in no time because you have a lot of time to do it. Because Nook's Crane needs to have a presence on your island for thirty days before it'll upgrade. Good God! It needs to be on your island for an entire month before Timmy and Tommy are like, oh yeah, well. Well, uh, you know, business is booming. We're going to expand. Uh, that just takes... That just seems way too long for me. I didn't mention it in the Flaws video, but I just thought I'd have to mention it now because, oh my god, that just seems so unnecessary. Anyway, that's all I have. Okay. That, that's all I got for Animal Crossing. Uh, and obviously, in two short days, we will see uh, the, new, the new content in store. So hopefully it's... Uh, 
Hopefully it's good. Also, so, it it is now 420 on 420 2020. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> this is a historic moment. We have to capture this. <laughs> we did. It's, it's on already, recording. It's already so. it's already passed. It's 421 anyway. It, God God like God woke up from his nap. He saw the time. He like turned the minute hand like one notch and then just time just bam. He's like I can't let that slide. Back to Back to resting for that man. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, did you have anything else? Because I also have some other things. Or, or do we want to no, do? Uh, do we want to do fifteen dollar? We will save that. We'll see. We'll save that in your um, video idea for. We'll do that after we get through the other stuff. Other stuff. Okay. So, next thing I want to talk about. Uh, I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, more brief than that last section is good old Minecraft, the block game itself. Uh, it is it the has game that under- will never die. It may never die, but and, and this and this new update certainly uh, will help in that endeavor. I believe we we mentioned in a we briefly talked about the new Nether update coming to Minecraft in one of our last episodes. Yes, we did. Um, and since then, there have been a variety of snapshots, basically little mini, well, snapshots of the current state of the game that Mojang releases for. Uh, players to uh review and kind of give feedback on and since then a lot of new features have been added so we'll kind of go over everything from the top in this new nether update one wait sorry you were saying something let's do it okay okay so there are three new biomes in the nether now there is the warped forest and the Crimson Forest, which are basically inverses of each other. One is this blue foresty area where there are like weird trees and plants growing. And then basically the same goes for the Crimson Forest, except instead of a sort of a teal blue color palette, it's a red color palette with some new unique plants and some unique mobs as well. Uh, the regular nether sort of biome as we knew it before has now been renamed to the Nether Wastes. I believe there's a sub-biome called the Soul Sand Valley. And there is also a new uh, biome called the Bas- the Basalt Deltas. What which, on Earth? So, yeah. The Basalt Deltas are this That's really gray and ashy area. Uh, looks like the remnants of a, vol- a volcanic activity. Uh, some really cool new structures uh, or like land generation that we haven't seen before. Uh, and it works really well in the nether. Uh, we also have a lot of new blocks. We have blue torches and campfires. I think they're like soul fire or something. We use like this new block called soul soil to make it. They don't shine as bright, but they're blue. And I believe some of the new nether mobs are scared of them. So I think that's kind of their use there. Okay. Uh, we have lodestones which you can bind a compass to, because you know how compasses go nuts in the nether when you go into it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I Using do. these lodestones, you can bind this compass to a specific point. So that way, say you put a lodestone next to your nether portal, and you go out adventuring yeah. trying to find fortresses and stuff, you can use that compass that you bind that you bind it to that lodestone to find your way back. Yeah, I'll assume that'll be its main use, and that's a good update there. Uh, another thing is a respawn beacon. So a lot of a lot of the uh I guess the purpose of this update 
uh, or an intent of the developers is to make the nether more livable so that you can set up more permanent structures there. And this respawn beacon is an, is an important part of this because obviously you can't sleep in the nether or you'll die. Uh, you'll literally explode. So this basically acts as a nether bed. So you, it's, really? a, it's in a single, it's in a singular block form. It's kind of like stony on the side with obsidian on the bottom, I think. And uh, and on the top texture, uh, it's kind of like a mini nether portal. So it is powered by glowstone and has four charges. So if you put four blocks of glowstone into this beacon, it will be fully uh, charged up. And then every time you die, it'll use one of those charges to respawn you at that position. So it's basically another bed. You can't use it to skip the night or anything, but it makes sense because there is no yeah. day night in another. So that's a new feature. Uh, we also have new, uh, new mobs. That's the word I'm looking for. We have new mobs. So in the Nether. In the Nether, yes. So, so the first the, the one, pi the pigmen are getting friends. Uh, yes, and the pigmen are still here. The zombie pigmen are still here. Uh, but they have. There, there's a new mob called the, uh, what are they called? Piglins. So, let me ask you: Have you ever seen those old, those old Minecraft remixes that Captain Sparkles did with the crazy animations and stuff? Yes. How could you? How could you not? I, I know, I know. But do you remember, like, how the pigmen looked in those animations? I like, like with the whole yeah. pigmen society in the Nether thing with like yes. the floppy ears and the big noses. So it, they're basically torn right from those animations and put into the game. <laughs> like yeah, they cool. look scarily similar to those animations, which I think is really cool. What, what so they're they basically like, they're called uh, piglins. Piglins? Yeah. Uh, and they are a new mob in Minecraft, completely separate from the zombie pigmen, because they also have zombified piglins, I believe. So, uh, And funnily enough, piglins are scared of pigmen. So, yeah, if you... You can pull. Oh my up. god! Yeah, those are those are the piglins. <laughs> That's the exact same thing. It, it's very. So they're also, is that cro they're crossbows? Yeah, they, they can wield crossbows. They are hostile enemies, but there are a few tricks that you can do to keep them from being hostile towards you. Okay, so so one of those is if you wear sure. one, if you wear any piece of gold armor, it could just be one piece of gold armor. They will not be hostile to you at all. Okay. Uh, also, if you throw the if you throw them gold or different types of items, because there's now like a bartering system. These guys are basically the villagers of the Nether, because you can barter with them. So if you throw them down a piece of gold, I believe it's mainly gold things that you can throw to them. If you throw them a piece of gold, they will pick it up, inspect it, and then they will drop a random item for you. Mm -hmm. So. It's this sort of random bartering chance system. It's like a subset of... Tr it's a kind of trading, like with the villagers, but much less, you know, uh, organized. It's more random and stuff. Uh, but yeah, they wield swords. They're pretty fast, and some of them wield crossbows. Some. <laughs> uh, some of them do, yes. And uh, if you mine gold near them, they'll become aggressive to you. If you open a chest near them, they will become aggressive to you, even if you're wearing the armor, like the gold armor. And I believe that's 
everything I have on the Piglins right now. There may be more mechanics that they have, but those are the main things you need to worry about. Uh, I believe they have encampments, so kind of like Piglin villages, quote-unquote, that you can find them at. Uh, I'm not entirely sure about that, but I think that was in a previous snapshot, so if it hasn't been taken out, I think that's still a thing. Uh, second mob is the Hoglins. These are big boar creatures oh, who boy. are hyper-aggressive to you. If you put down a warp, a thing called a warped fungus, which you can find in the warped forest biomes, if you put that on the ground, uh, they are they don't like that uh, plant, so they will stay away from it. Uh, oh my god, it's like a, it's a possessed boar. Yeah, they are very aggressive. They also have a zombified version of themselves, uh, which you know normal hoglins are afraid of. Uh, breed, breedable hostile mobs. And the main source of food. What food do they drop? Uh, they drop pork chops, I believe. Four, two to four raw pork chops, zero and to two leather. leather, and five experience if killed by a player or tamed wolf. Yes. So if forty hit points, good. They are super strong, lot. actually. They kind of have a an attack where they kind of fling you into the air like an iron golem. Uh, and they're they're quite strong, and I believe that. Some, I don't, I think they are hostile towards the hoglins. Okay. But I believe sometimes they can also ride on top of them, which is kind of scary. <laughs> kind of? Yeah, but there is, there's one more mob of note. Oh boy. And it's called the Strider. So these things are probably the weirdest mobs to be added in the update. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a strider. It's so basically these things are essentially lava it boats. Color? Uh yeah. So these things live on the surface of lava. It's weak though. It only has ten hit points. Yes. Uh the gray version you're seeing on the screen is when they are out of lava. When they're out of lava, they'll get really cold and shiver and try to make their way back. Oh my god, what is that What is that creature in Mario Odyssey with the water, where it, once it loses water, it comes like a dead squid? Uh, is it the thing where you can fly by shooting water out of it? Yeah, hang I am a, I have to look it up now. Mario <laughs> Odyssey, water, villain. That should be enough, water, right? enemy. Um, that cannot be correct. Yeah, it was um, that bubble. It's a bubbling. Is that what it's called? It, maybe I don't Euro, know. Eurogamer.net. Oh, please give me. I think well, people will know well, what you're talking about, though. It's that squid enemy from Mario well, that you can first. Yeah, you can continue. But yeah, these striders. So you can ride them with saddles, like pigs or horses. Uh, but you can actually ride them on the surface of the lava. Like, they can walk on the surface of the lava. So they it's are... A okay, a gushing, that's what it's called. Yeah, it's called a, gushing. a gushing. Yeah, that rings a bell now, so... Uh, yeah, you can ride them. They're pretty fast. I believe there is a new item called, like, a warped fungus on a stick or something. So if you use some of the durability from that, you can give it a boost of speed. So these are essentially your lava boats. You can use them to get around uh, on the nether floor or the lava lakes of the nether, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, we already talked about Netherite, which is the new strongest uh, armor class in the game and, and weapon class. Uh, it's very rare to find. You need to go, you need to dig underneath lava lakes. Uh, some people have used TNT mining because the ore that you find it in is blast resistant. Uh, but you get yeah, Netherite. Makes sense. You get netherite scrap, which you can combine with gold, I believe, to get netherite bars. And then if you put a netherite bar and a piece of diamond tool or armor in a crafting table, it will make the netherite version of that tool. It's only slightly better than diamond, but it is still better because it gives knockback resistance. And if you drop a netherite item in lava, it will actually float like in water. Uh, like it won't, it won't despawn or anything. Float, yeah. And it won't get destroyed. And you also obviously have fire resistance when wearing the armor. So netherite is the new uh, resource to have. And you need to combine it with gold and diamonds to get its full uh, sort of set together. All right, all right. So that's fun. In the most recent snapshot, there there are two new structures. Two new randomly generated structures that have been added. There are these things called ruined portals so they're basically broken down nether portals which you can find in every single biome in the game underwater in this buried in the sand and in caves so they can be they can spawn anywhere and their appearance will slightly change based on where you are and uh it'll look like there'll be some netherrack around it so it'll look like the nether is like leaked out of the portal uh but yeah you can use them as a basis for another portal, since there's already uh, obsidian there, there's often uh, a chest with some resources in it. But right now, it's not like they link up to anything special in the Nether. Like there's no uh, there's no real benefit to using a ruined portal over a regular Nether portal, unless you just want to, unless you're just starting out and you're yeah. near one. Uh, but they can also be found in the Nether as well. So if you need to find your way out, if you're lost, uh, you may be able to come across one of these ruined portals and go back so, to the overworld if you have enough resources. So it's a completed Nether portal. Like there's no missing parts. No, no, it's a it's a ruined Nether portal. There's that's why it is ruined. Like you can rebuild it. Uh, okay, and go but there, so, it. so there's fragments of it, but it's not completed. It's not completed. No. Uh, but if you have the resources to complete it, you can use it as your nether portal. Again, doesn't really lead to anything particularly specific in the nether. It's just yeah. a convenient nether portal. But the big new thing that has been added are the bastion remnants in the nether, which is basically a stronghold, but for the, but for the nether is the most layman's terms I can put it in. So this thing... There are many different types of bastions. Uh, there's like ones with big bridges with like a big skull entrance. There's one with like hoglin barracks or like stables. And they all have new loot. There's actually a new music disc. Uh, Ooh. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you know I tweeted about this saying it's a lo-fi hip-hop disc in Minecraft. Uh, which I'm not complaining about. The song is really good. It's made by a new composer named uh, Lana Rain, I believe is her name. Or Lena Rain. I don't want to butcher it, so I'm just going to say both pronunciations. Go ahead, uh, man. And it's exclusively found in the nether in these bastions. And these things can only spawn in the warped or crimson... I just think the only biome they can't spawn in is the basalt, 
uh, deltas because their color schemes would really blend in with that and it'd be hard to navigate. They're still hard to navigate. Some of them go underground and stuff. They're made out of this new material called blackstone, uh, which is like this really dark uh, stone brick looking thing. Uh, there's now nether gold ore, which you can find. And it's just, it's insane how much content this update is bringing. Like this might be even bigger than the update aquatic, which is when Minecraft updated updates started to get really crazy in recent years. Yeah. So I just, I've just been watching some more Minecraft content on YouTube lately. And I saw the snapshots and I was looking into it and I thought it'd be a cool, uh, thing to sort of update everybody on in uh during the well, show yeah, no. well, minecraft never dies and if anything it's a more a lot more nether because of quarantine so that's a lot true. of people so. a lot of people playing with their friends and they can't so mm-hmm. when's that do you know when do you know when that update's coming uh there is no slated release date uh but considering how much it's being worked on uh i'd say maybe I'm not sure. I'm not exactly educated on when these updates normally give a guess. Uh, Give a guess. I'd say maybe in a few more months. All right. All right. What do you want to do next? Um, The video or the table? The video. Okay. All right. So, so what was this video? So, just give a rundown and what takeaways. We'll talk about. Okay. So, I saw a video just before actually recording this, called Has Nintendo Given Up on 2020? Or something along those lines. That was the question it asked. And it was by Rule of Two Review. Uh, So that's the YouTube channel. Go check him out if you're interested. And he was basically talking about the concept of Nintendo essentially pulling out of 2020. Like, no more game releases or announcements until after 2020. At, at, uh, At least until 2020 has come and passed, or when it is safe to return uh, to the normal way of things. And, you know, he proposed this. He said someone in his chat on one of his streams had said it as a joke uh, after they had found out about the E3 being canceled Mm -hmm. uh, for this year. Like, not delayed or anything, just completely canceled. He said one of his his chat members said, uh, Nintendo just pulled out of 2020, like, LOL, as a joke. Uh, But, you know, it got him thinking, like, oh, there's a lot of things that people were probably anticipating during this year, you know? Like, confirming the Mario remakes, or, sorry, remasters. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 releasing. uh, At least a date, yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, other things of the sort, like game releases that could be be realistic in this year. Yeah, possible, like, Mario Kart news. uh, Just trying to think off the top of my head. Like, maybe it's just a new franchise, like maybe Kirby back up and running. Who knows? There could be a lot of things. Yeah, that's what he said personally that he would he would give Nintendo a pass if if that happened. Like that he doesn't like you can't really blame them for how big of a hit the industry is taking. Obviously everywhere. Them, it's every it's everyone. Like so uh but he did encourage Nintendo, obviously, if they were watching, if his message could ever reach them. He said that he would advise them to take the PR opportunity, make like a three-minute YouTube video with Koizumi or something, and just kind of say, hey, thanks for being fans. Thanks for enjoying Animal Crossing. I hope you're you're enjoying Byleth and Smash. Things are pretty crazy right now. We're probably not going to be able to do a whole lot of reveals. 
or releases until things calm down. Uh, but we hope that soon we'll be back and we'll be able to show you what we're working on. Yada, yada, yada. Be safe. Things like that. Because he doesn't want Nintendo to just silently sort of sulk in the dark. Yeah, silently just, like fade away. Like si- silent, you know? If this is... Because he says, like, obviously, three directs could happen between now and the end of 2020, and Breath of the Wild 2 will be released, and all will be good with the world. But, yeah, uh, you know, as it stands right now, it looks like things could get complicated. And, you know, he just thinks that if this is the case, then Nintendo's just going to be slowing down reveals and, you know, releases of new titles in this year specifically that they should... Uh, come out inform and, us. And, and inform us and you know keep us in the loop uh, obviously he said it'd be good PR opportunity but he says that if they don't do that the only reason he could think of was probably shareholders mm-hmm. uh, you know because that's probably not the best thing stockholders yeah. in your company want to hear uh, but he believes that the PR uh, boost or uh, benefits will outweigh uh, those negatives. Obviously, this is from a fan's perspective. Yeah. Uh, as but, as our perspective will be as well. Of course. Uh, but, you know, I obviously agree with him. I'd like... It would obviously give me much more respect for Nintendo if they did that. And I, already, res- I already respect them a lot enough anyway, so... Yeah, it's funny you mentioned their stock, because, like, two days ago, there's, like, a thing that I think Nintendo stock's, like, an all-time high because, like, Animal Crossing. I mean, I was about to say, with Animal Crossing, like, this is a pivotal game around this time like i don't know yeah it is it'd be it'd be quite different without this game around you know it just seems so widespread already it was kind of like it seems like a fire emblem situation but even more like explosive yeah because it's more it's a it's it's a better known franchise than fire emblem yeah i was just saying based on like the fan like the fan uh interactions the um the talk about the game, basically, from the fan base themselves, uh, kind of has me comparing the two. So, it's an interesting idea that Nintendo would kind of, like, punt on 2020. And obviously, I don't think we'd get an announcement until after Xenoblade came out. Yeah, so, he says, like, the... What? Um, no he- no More Heroes 3 and Bravely Default are, like, the latest first-party Nintendo games like exclusive not first party like exclusive switch games that are coming out yep uh everything else is mostly third party and indie games yeah so those two are going to be like if there's no more announcements those two are going to be it and no Mm -hmm. more heroes is no more heroes is a popular uh you know enough franchise it's been about a decade since no more heroes 2 came out yeah. Uh, so that would obviously justify having a switch in 2020, as he put it. Uh, at least for him, he was a personal fan. I obviously don't know as much, but uh, I definitely know it has a devoted fan base. So, you know, that would be exciting. But again, it'll probably be one of the last things if Nintendo goes goes dark on 2020. So, I don't think they will. And the reason I say that is because. You know, I'd say all the time that Nintendo shouldn't worry about what Xbox and PlayStation are doing, but, like, Xbox and PlayStation are screwed. They're dropping consoles this year, like, brand-new consoles, like, holiday yeah. season. Like, and But 
I, I think that we would have heard something by then from either of those two companies if they were concerned about like the world's not gonna be normal by then. Like so I think around like you know, there's talk of like, you know, no like fall sports or anything like that at the high school level anyway. But I think if everything I think goes to plan, which again obviously is very, being very positive, the world should return to normal by like late summer, early fall. Speaking of, he did say that if we were going to get any news, it would probably be during June, like during E where E3 would be. Yeah, that's why I say he, after Xenoblade. Yeah, like he thinks Nintendo could still give us a uh, an E3 style direct, but just a direct, like not at E3, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in that time frame. Uh, he believes June, July would probably be the best, the last, probably, he says it'll be the last chance we get uh, to hear anything from Nintendo. Yeah, that's, really. yeah, that June, if that June Direct comes to fruition, and it's a, it's a good estimate, it's either going to be the make or break, it's either this is coming out end of this year, like holiday season, or we're shutting things down until 2021, and I'm more of, yeah. Yeah, and I'm more of the belief that they're going to fire things up and drop something big like the Mario remasters during the holiday season. We've already talked about the Mario remasters on a previous episode, so if you want to listen to that, obviously go ahead. But just to bring it up briefly, we talked about the Mario remasters as like they're dropping like a brand new Paper Mario and they're remastering like three games, I think is the thing. Three or four games. It is and still technically a rumor. It is. By all technicalities, even though it's a very well-supported rumor by certain sources it's still technically a rumor until they confirm it. Yeah, and we were, like, kind of going back and forth, like, you know, like, maybe, you know, Nintendo's obviously not going to drop a new console at the end of this year, so maybe they're just going to do, like, the Mario remakes just to kind of, like, stay in the conversation. Yeah, because hardware... And we already, and we already talked yeah. about a video saying that Breath of the Wild 2 was going to come out at the end of 2020. Yeah, that's... Which that's I don't think Yeah, at this point, I can't really put much stock into that idea anymore. Uh, considering everything that's going on. Uh, if uh, Another point he brought up is hardware releases. If Nintendo has a new Switch model in the works, uh, that obviously has yet to be revealed. This whole situation might complicate that, uh, its release. Uh, if they are, if we literally don't hear anything from now until that June window that we think a Direct might come, they might have to cover both the Mario remakes. I keep calling them remakes. They're more remasters. Remasters and Breath of the Wild 2 in one direct, which might be crazy. That might break the internet. Like, obviously, Nintendo's no stranger to doing two, uh, you know, big reveals or big segments and directs one after another. The one example that comes to mind is the big Splatoon 2 uh you know, I believe it was the... It may not have been re- the reveal, but it, w- it was an in-depth look at it, or at least for one of the updates that was coming for it. And then they revealed uh, Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate at the very end. So they could do something similar, where I think they would probably cover Breath of the Wild 2 uh, like a lot more than the remakes, and then have like the remakes as the tease in the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Or it could be vice versa. Uh, it could very well be something along those lines. Yeah, uh, I just saw an article that said they're, they were supposed to, like, like there was heavy suggestion that maybe, like, Bayonetta 3 would drop later this year, too. 
that's true. There's a lot of games still that we know are in existence, but we have very little information on. That yeah, like might be like hard Metroid, to cover. In a huge... Yeah, Metroid, Bayonetta, Breath of the Wild Two, possible Mario remasters. All that stuff's kind of like up in the air as it is. With the most confirmed, ironically enough, being Breath of the Wild Two. Yeah, so. I think that's everything I have on that situation. That's an uh, interesting thought, though. It's kind of like just hard to picture, like, Xbox and places are going to drop these brand new consoles. They're supposed to be like, they're going to be like the highest power, the most money. They're going to be like top tier. And Nintendo's just going to kind of like fade into the sunset. Like, that just. Ah, oh, shoot, not again. Hang on. Everything good? Connection issues once more. I, I still go. hear you. Okay, we're back. We're good. All right. Sorry. So, but I don't know. I don't see them giving in like that. But I do expect, I do expect the announcement maybe sometime in the summertime. Yeah, I think that's the. When was the direct mini? February or March? I believe it was March. Early March. I think, I think it was March too. So, yeah, by then it will have been four months since then, and. Or, yeah. Yeah, when that Direct Mini was, like, the world was kind of, like, still on its last legs. Was the, dire- and- the, the Direct Mini was after Animal Crossing came out, right? Because that's when we heard about the Earth Day update, I think. It might have been, like, a couple days before the... Oh, 326. Yeah. It was uh, late yeah, March. Because so it was, cause it was it, right before the um, Easter event. Yep, Easter event. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so... Yep. But I'm not sure. I mean, hopefully, obviously things get back to normal and you know gaming companies not just gaming companies but companies all over the world can just resume business but you know i guess we're gonna find out of course here's the hoping yep and finally on that note we have we'll we will lighten the mood a little bit because tyler and i have decided to create we created something for everyone out there to enjoy so i on twitter there's these tables going around you 15 dollars to build like like your like your best, like your full course meal, or like build a team of like NBA players, past and present. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna jump on the train, and we have here. This is all hypothetical. We have so we th- so I was like Tyler, who's the strongest Nintendo Switch villain? We're both like, oh, probably like Ganon. They're like, wait, no, Galim, duh, he wiped out the world. But <laughs> well, obviously so, Smash has some crazy power level changes, but I just figured yes. Galim would be a good. Uh, franchise neutral villain that we could we could throw in as the big bad for this yes uh, for so, this team building exercise so on the screen right now i'm assuming Tyler can see it we have we have obviously we have five we have what's that three six 15 characters yeah. obviously varying in price well, range you there's a bit more than 15 here but that's true okay fine fair enough so for those of you who aren't watching on youtube uh, i'll just run through it really quick you have $15 to build a Nintendo Switch team to defeat Galeem. Leave your teams in the comments below, obviously, if you let us know. Let's know Twitter. What, yeah, yeah, let us know what you're doing. So each character is from their respective game. So the powers they get within the game, they have against yeah, Galeem. So. It's not like it's not Smash Brothers, where like or, or like let's for example, like Cappy is no use in Smash Brothers. Like there's no that's not that. It's Mario yeah, from like Mario for, Odyssey. Yeah, it's Mario from Mario Odyssey from mario odyssey so he doesn't have like flood from sunshine or yeah uh, anything like that so five dollar category we have link from breath of the wild we have kirby uh, kirby from kirby from kirby star allies 
And we have you can one of these three is worth five dollars. Claude, Edelgard, and Dimitri from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Post time skip, they have their relics and all of that. Mm-hmm. So those are your five dollars. I think I'm pretty sure within the games I've played, those are the five strongest characters. Those are the three strongest characters I've come across. Right. I think that's fair. Four dollars. You can get one of one of the four champions: Mifa, Rivali, Daruk, Urbosa. I was thinking about switching this with something else, but I kept it. For $4, you can get one of Felix, Sylvain, Ingrid, Annette, Mercedes, Hilda, or Lawrence. See, you, skip. you did this without, you did that one without me knowing. You put six characters in one slot. That's one of, like, because, so all those characters, they're all, like, common in that they're descendants of the Ten Leagues and they all have relics. So that's why I did that. Yeah, all right, fair. And then you can get Bayonetta from Bayonetta 2 for yes. $4. This, $3. I guess that's not really a, a, on the Switch, but we're rolling. No, but yeah, we, yeah, but we talked about that because like Breath of the Wild was supposed to be Wii U, so we're like, okay, we'll include some Wii U, which is hence Bayonetta and one we'll get to in a bit. All right, all right. $3. Mario from Mario Odyssey. Akira, a game that Tyler's played from Astral Chain. Yeah. And, I was, and, and this is the one I was thinking about switching with the Fire Emblem characters. Zacian and Zamazenta, you can get both. That's pretty good. For three dollars, uh, should we make that four? I was thinking nah, about four. We can keep we'll it. We'll keep it. Yeah, we'll it's keep fine. it now. It's fine. All right. So, if you've noticed, the, the tiers and characters are dropping with the what with the prices. Two dollars. Yoshi from Yoshi's Crafted World, a game that I've never played, but Tyler told me to suggest. Um, Agent Three from Splatoon Two, mm-hmm. and Donkey Kong from DK Tr- Tropical Freeze. I think is what it's called. Yes. And then one dollar is the meme category, obviously. Uh, yes, the meme category. The gatekeeper, Tom from Nook. Three houses. Yes, Tom Nook from Crossing and Luigi from Luigi's Mansion Three. You get fifteen dollars to build a team to defeat Galim. I have not thought about this at all. I, t- I put it on Twitter. I was saving all my thoughts for the podcast. Tyler has had his team for like five days now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have it. So, to be honest, I'm gonna go. You know, there's only one character I look at this and I'm like, this guy's got to be on my team. I think he's good value. I need a team leader. He's versatile. It's obviously, it's obviously fucking Link, dude. No, Mario's my first pick. No shit. Mario's my first pick, yep. Wow, alright, fair. He's a leader. Cappy, you know, it depends on... You can do a lot of things with Cappy, which is why, which is what I like. So I think he's good. I, think I mean, maybe for- you... I mean, Galeem can, like, spawn Master Hands, so maybe he can, like, possess one of the Master Hands, and we saw... Yeah, if you've, if you played through If you played through the whole story of uh, World of Light, you know that, uh, spoilers, even though the game's been out for a while, you actually get to play as Master Hand in one of the final levels, uh, which yes, is pretty sick. All right, who so, was your first pick? So who was the first person you looked at? I was like, this guy's got to be on the team. Uh, I actually went with Agent 3 as my first pick. Okay. Uh, so, I, I thought you would. I was... I mean, Agent 3 uh, is the protagonist from Splatoon 1 who you actually uh, get to fight against in Splatoon 2's Octo Expansion DLC. So, and uh, it's... Uh, excuse me. The second fight that you have with uh, Agent 3 is considered to be the uh the hardest fight in the game uh it's called like inner agent three uh the boss fight 
But okay, I'm assuming that all characters' weapons can do damage. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. So I'm in the assumption that the ink does do damage. Yeah, Billy's uh, allergic. Yeah, it does. A Agent Three has a variety of obviously weapons. You got grenades, your standard shooters. You, I assume that it, that uh, Agent Three could probably use a lot of different uh, kinds of weapons, so snipers, rollers, things like that. Uh, but in the boss fights that you fight against Agent Three, he or she—that's why I keep accidentally saying uh, they or it because yeah, you can she, obviously yeah, it's fine. Have either, so uh, they have access to a variety of super moves. So like. The super moves that in Splatoon you would normally need to build up a meter for a multiplayer or pick up from a special canister in uh, in the campaign, they have access to pretty much most of them in the boss fights just kind of whenever they want. So I believe that's kind of what I think uh, makes Agent 3 at least the best uh, $2. $2 one in terms of versatility. So that was my first pick, but obviously that's because I played the game and kind of have rationed out, rationed out. Uh, yeah, a lot. I used logic to try and like see, like, hey, this person's pretty versatile and it's a low cost, so I can maybe get more than uh, I can maybe get a, a larger posse of people while still having a reliable uh, low tier, I guess I'll call it. So that was my very long-winded explanation of why I chose Agent Three as my first pick. Okay. I, I, well, I'm yeah. not sure. This is the first time looking at Yeah, this is the first time you're putting this into thought. Thought, yeah. So I have Mario. I think I'm going to stay in the three and take Zossi and Zamazenta. I'm taking both of them. Ooh, both of them, huh? All right. I, I mean, that's why I wanted to put them in the four, like $2 for each, kind of. Like, that kind of makes sense. I mean, they're the legendary Pokemon. I mean, they're, they're going to be strong regardless, no matter how much I didn't like Sword or or shield there's their legendary pokemon i can't argue that true i mean pokemon strength are hard to judge uh we do kind of get a taste of their power in the final battle against uh good old eternatus yeah what's his name dynamax eternatus even so you know it makes sense you get both of them that's that's a pretty good package deal uh, they also seem to be very true. good against uh giant enemies uh, Dynamax to be specific, but yeah, you know. and they're and like Zacian's really fast and Zamazenta is a tank, so I kind of get both. And I was just thinking about this, I can kind of use like Cappy and Zacian as like cool like maneuvers. Like if you're seeing Infinity, like how Doctor Strange uses like his magic with um Star Lord and like throws him up on Thanos, I kind of like do that with Cappy and Zacian. I was gonna say they can just be mounts for your other. Yeah, I can uh, use like I can use Cappy as like a springboard. <laughs> you can just have Zacian. Hopping on Cappy and slicing Master yes. Hands in half. That's pretty good. I like that pick. All right. All right. Who's your Who's your next? So I kind of work from the ground up here. So the next thing I looked at was the $3. That way I could get it to, you know, $5 uh, okay. in total. And it was a hard pick between the Legendary Dogs and Akira. But I'm going to have to go again with the game that I have played and you have not. Uh, which Akira? I'm going to go with Akira because... Again, I believe this is a versatility game. Uh, your characters that you pick need to be good in a lot of different fields. And yes. Akira 
and obviously the other protagonist from Astral Chain are very close to the top tier versatility in my mind because of the different legions that they can use, each already having a different uh, role, sort of, in their loadout. So you have, you know, the Sword Legion, you have Axe Legion, you got Arm Legion, you got Bow Legion, and then, I believe, it's like a Dog Legion. All of which, you know, you can only use one at a time, so you can't, like, throw them all out at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, you can control them, they give you special abilities, you can interchange them in the middle of battle... Uh, to fit the circumstance, uh, Akira herself is very agile. She has her uh, her ex baton, which can turn from a sort of like a short sword and then to a pistol and then to a big gladius long sword uh, whenever she pleases. So that obviously gives her even more of a tactical uh, advantage to you know adapt to any situation that's thrown her way. And later on in the game, again, spoilers you can actually fuse with your legion and become this freaking crazy monstrosity with insane strength and new moves. She can hurl energy beams and is just even more agile than before. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Akira on this one. So that's my second. Now on to... You spent five, I spent six. I spent five, yes. You convinced me. I'm also taking Agent 3. You're taking Agent 3 as well. Yep, so that brings my total to $8. And I have Agent Mario, th- Agent 3's mobility. Agent 3. Agent 3's mobility is actually really good too, obviously, because she can shoot yeah. ink and then swim in it. Uh, and also do yeah, that's, that's uh, super jump. She can do super jumps where she turns into her squid form and kind of rockets herself into the sky using ink. Uh, okay. Which you do in multiplayer and the campaign a lot, but it's implied yeah. to be a natural ability that the Inklings have. Uh, so obviously, it'd be uh, it'd be thought that Agent Three could do that as well. So that's just another point to her credit. So now I guess it's for me. Uh, I I got I'm at ten dollars. Oh no, sorry, I'm at five. You're five. And I gotta go with I gotta go with good old reliable Link. Taking Link. I'm, I'm taking Link. I'm going for the big bucks, and uh, I'm definitely going with Link. You know, it kind of goes without saying. I think why you dude, can choose he Link. Can sl- he can he can slow down time. Like that's it's, just which is kind of why I was a little. So are we are we saying that Link has the four champion abilities? I would say no because the four champions no. are here. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. But I think so I think I'm still can, gonna pick him. But I think I think I think it's fair to say he has he is the master sword fully powered. He has the ancient bow. He has the, the shield. shield. He has the bat. He has the slowing down time. And I would say he has the, flurry rush. the master cycle as well. And the flurry. Oh, rush. you're you're giving him master cycle. And he also has ha- the runes, of course. Yeah, so the he, runes. I think stasis. the runes is very yeah. The runes is very underrated here. Yeah, yeah. I would, stasis is I would say incredible. I would say you're getting your value with Link at five dollars. Yeah, so no, so Link with no champion abilities, uh, I will still take him again. Kind of really without strong. saying, he's he's the he's the goddamn hero. He he deserves to be on any team. So, so I'm going to keep him. You're at ten. I'm at eight. And actually, after this, I'm actually not sure what to do. To be honest with you, I think but I'm we, to make- we'll 
we'll get to that after your pick. So I think I might already have to I might have to make a cut. I just ma- of something. You're making a cut? Yep. I'm Excuse making a cut. You? What how so? I think I'm gonna drop Agent Three. You're you're we'll immediately go. backing out on that pick. I'm gonna drop Agent Three and go Bayonetta. I have not played any Bayonetta games, so I have not I, either, but sure. but I she looks really damn strong. She is incredible. I mean she fights the she fights angels just casually. They're the Goombas of her universe. Are freaking angels. So that seems yeah, and, and she can shoot guns out of her feet. That seems pretty powerful as well. She can also create those huge. She can summon demons with her hair. Yeah, like yeah, like can't she slow down time too? Like her counter and smash. Yeah, she has like she has witch time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, paying that for four dollars. Absolutely. Okay. So you're, so you're at ten. At you're at twelve. Then. I'm. I'm at no ten as well. Oh yeah, I cut, I you, cut Agent Three. You cut Agent Three. So yeah, Mario, Zacian, Zamazenta, Bayonet, ten dollars. I think. I think I'm just gonna end it right here. I'm going Kirby oh. for. My full fifteen. No, <laughs> no way. You went two fives. Yeah, I'm going with two fives because look, Kirby is quite possibly one of the most the underrated. Team. One of the most underrated Nintendo characters in terms of strength of all time. Like he, he might be. He frequently goes up against like Eldrick's god level threats. With without ease, a, just wipes them off the floor. Like, like he's never. He is never scared. He's always either... He'll be surprised sometimes, sure. But he is either hungry, sleepy, happy as hell, or angry. And yeah. he just... Look, he's just a force of nature. He's a beast. And he's he can befriend people. He's a good like, guy. Uh, pr- pretty much against their will by throwing yeah, a like, card at them. <laughs> yeah, and if he has star allies, he can like make allies and just... I was about to say, are we saying really that... Really run the table up. Oh, yeah, can, it's Kirby. Kirby, Kirby throw, allies. Can Kirby throw a friend heart onto Galeem? <laughs> he, has to use all three. he has to use all three of them, but then, yeah, Galeem's on your team now. Like, what the hell? I was about to say, we could use... <laughs> in that case, I'll take I'll take Kirby for five and go to the bank and cash in the rest of my Get Kirby to cl- close up? I mean, you know. No, but you, have to, but, you have, but you have to assume, like, Kirby can befriend people. Like, use I mean, maybe ability. Kirby can just throw a heart of the master hand. And, yeah, and and just turn. Like, oh, you have a master hand now. Uh, yeah, Galeem's like, I did not expect this. Uh, well, Kirby can... Again, the more, ironically, and appropriately, the more allies that Kirby has, the more crazy shit he can probably do. Yeah. Because obviously that, he yeah, can... No, can't they do, copy the, they can do like the... The friend train and stuff, and just ram shit. I was gonna say, Star friend allies. train. They can do the friend throw, so like Akira could just freaking punt him like a baseball. Or yeah, like with like the legions. Yeah, with the legions. Good God, that's terrifying. So he could use probably friend abilities uh, with his other teammates. I, I just think he synergizes well. He's incredibly durable, which I believe very. some people, you know, obviously in Smash he's very light and easy to knock out, but in his games he is quite durable. Do you think he could eat a master hand? It wouldn't surprise me. Kirby's a real wild card in But I don't think so. In this. Like a lot could happen, you know. But a lot, for sure. I just think he's very reliable. Obviously he has good movement. He can fly around. Uh 
I'm gonna say he can't summon the warp star like he did to escape Galim in yeah in the sure. opening of World of Light. Yeah. But even still, I believe that you know he he can like obviously without copy abilities, you may think that he's you know not the best pick, but all boss fights and Kirby games have show him like swallowing projectiles and shooting them out as these star projectiles. I'm sure there'll be a lot of rubble. He could probably just eat some rocks and just spit them yeah. out at least. I don't know. I just think Kirby is a really big wild card. And for sure. Depending on what he is allowed to do, <laughs> he could be a great asset. So I think I'm going to cash out, get the two Curb. with with Curb. So my final team Eight. is Agent 3, Akira, Link, and Kirby against Galeem. All right. That's a good team. That's really strong. You made, really, that. you, made, you made a really good point on Akira. That was good. That was good. Um, Thank you. Tell me, man. Question now is: Question now is: Do I go with a five and cash out, (laughs) or do I go with a four and a one? And Tyler, I don't think you could. I mean, you could do. Obviously, the only one dollar one that's worth it is probably Luigi. Tyler. Yeah. I did not spend. 440 hours of my life <laughs> to not pick a Fire Emblem character. I figured that you would. This character that I'm about to pick was also was probably the second one. I'm like, yeah, this person needs to be on my team. Very I versatile. I actually and don't know. Cause there, there's one of them I, that I know you're definitely not picking, but the I other two one, I don't know what you're doing. One of the more underrated and the crest ability, I think, is one of the best. Oh, okay. I'm taking Mercedes for $4. Wait, what? She knows some magic, but more importantly, she can she, heal. I was about to say, you got yourself a healer. That's true. She can heal. And her crest ability, however much damage she recovers on you, she recovers on herself. I, so there's, I definitely so there's thought perk. you were going with... I definitely thought that you were going with the house leaders. That's why I said, like, I was talking all that up. No, I'm... But no, you own Mercedes. So Mercedes, she knows she knows some magic. I'm assuming she's a Grimmery, because that's her class that she gets in, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the other routes if you don't pick hers. Mm-hmm. She has, she has a, believe it or not, she has a fucking um, relic. Yeah, I, I know. It's very, very hard like to get and very annoying to get, but she has a relic. Or something. Yeah. yeah, it's a gem, Crest of Layman. So she can heal. She knows magic. I think she's going to be very valuable. She can keep normal people like Mario upright. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that leaves me with $1. <laughs> and now I, no- I did say that Luigi was your best pick. However, if I'm going to make. An argument for Gatekeeper. You have to assume that... He, look, he's part of the Knights of Saros, whether we see him do anything or not. So he has to have some sort of, like, formal Abilities. training of some sort, right? Yeah, and he, and he survived the attack on Garrick Mach. So he did. I don't care, Luigi. Uh, <laughs> it was it was actually between Luigi and Tom Nook, because maybe Tom Nook can, like, build some stuff and, like, give Mario, like, a hand axe. How? <laughs> Give Mario an axe. 
I don't think that's so, his style. So so what if Mario's like, okay, bring it in, everyone. All right. And he like points at the he points at the first four. He's like, you guys go beat them up. Tom Nook, see that forest over there? Go get whatever you can and start crafting stuff and just toss it to us. Well that again, that's a wild card pick because we don't know the setting of this battle. No, we no we do not. Assume it's just like a normal playing field. Like, like just standard. Is this on Grander Field? It might be. Like, <laughs> even maybe more like a simplistic map than that. Who knows? Sorry, the is outskirts this, of Garrick Mock. Is this the is this the Windows XP screensaver background it, it, that it we're fighting on? Might be. Yes, yeah, so it literally hills. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. So, I mean, Luigi, the Poltergust, I think, is underrated because you know, like, I'm, I always go back to Cappy. But if Mario just like threw Cappy and Poltergust, like, what would happen? I mean, maybe Luigi could shoot Cappy yeah, out of Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, and, like, shoot it, and, like, we can do, like, the warp things, like I said. Like, maybe, um, maybe Bayonet is jumping off of Cappy and, like, getting some sick, like, getting some sick angles on Galeem. Or maybe he's just, like, Cap with Mjolnir and the shield, just, like, maybe we're, <laughs> whooping, Cap- maybe we're sort of whooping Cappy off Galeem's face with Poltergust. That's, that's pretty true. But Man, yeah, so you're that's thinking my... about all these synergy attacks, that's pretty good. So that's Wait a minute, team. I just realized... Kirby could inhale one of his allies and then gain their abilities. Are you sure the allies getting out? Are we sure he's just not just eating him? I mean, <laughs> if there has if to the be a sacrifice, sacrifice... Ne- the sacrifice needs to be made, then Kirby can fill a role. He's just gonna eat Agent Three. Just eat him, and then if one of the three is gonna die, just it, all right. And now you, and now you have an Agent Three that can fly. Exactly. <laughs> Or he just eats Link. He's literally Link that can fly. Oh my! Good so what, does, does Kirby inherit the Master Sword by eating Link? What if, what if Kirby just eats Akira and summons everything that she ever has? Just summons every, every single Legion. Oh my yes. god! That's pretty terrifying. I mean, again, this is Star Allies, and we haven't seen like he can't, he cannot eat someone and have them just pop out of him like in Smash. All right, so there's my team. Mario, $3. Both legendary Zogs for 3 Kind of a bit of a risk here, but Bayonetta for 4 Mercedes for 4 and I and I cap off the team. Everyone needs a person, someone to make fun of on the team, so we brought Luigi along. I mean, Mario will make sure he's, he's well taken care of, right? Yeah, or if Luigi starts like messing around, Bayonetta just does the devil hair, and he just gets lines right up like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Man. That was fun. I that like was good. that. I like that a lot. So that's that going to do exercise. it. Uh, yes. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that again sometime. But like maybe like villains or something. That would be fun. That would be good. Yeah. So let us know if like, you like that. And we might, we might do that again. So like pick a team of villains to just defeat Mario. Because Bowser clearly cannot do it on his own. Bowser cannot do it by himself. He clearly can't do it by himself. So we need to help the guy out. And that's going to do it. For this That's episode. Do it. Uh, also, uh, uh, one quick thing: Clone Wars. If you guys, if any of you guys are Star Wars fans out there, Episode Nine. Holy shit, it's so good! <laughs> Please watch it. It's amazing and everything I could want in a Star Wars episode. I know the past few episodes, before this one, kind kind of suck. They kind of stunk. They're they're pretty shit. But this one, this one's good. So All I just right. wanted to. Without that work. PSA, it's really good. Anyway. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode. The plan next week is to have guests on. Yep. So that's, that's the that's plan. The pl- that's the plan. So if anything 
astrays. We'll keep you informed. Astrays. Yeah, so thank you, as always, for listening during these trying times. Uh, if you want to follow the pod or the YouTube page, we've already mentioned it, but we'll mention it again. At Switch Up Pod on Twitter, just type in Switch It Up Podcast on YouTube. Should be there. We have two videos up right now, and I'll probably upload I'll, – I'll definitely upload some more from this episode. Not sure how many, though. But mm. And if you want to follow e- either of us individually, you should follow both of us. We're both very handsome. But uh, you can follow – you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Colby underscore Moyer. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Tyler Samsel and on Instagram at T Samsel eleven. That, that, that's it. That's, that's all, all we got. That, that's that's all we got. Let us know your teams, please. Do let us. Know yeah, let us doing. know your teams. I'm I'm really uh, curious to see uh, how you guys would logic your way through that little that little exercise. Also, thank you guys so much for. Uh, 1500 total listens yeah i think we're a little over that now we hit it we are uh, a little bit a little bit, that, but a little bit yeah, it's back been, but it's bananas it's it's pretty cool to see that you yeah. guys are interested in what we're what we're putting out so thank you so yeah, much for listening yeah so yeah obviously thank you to all of our listeners we appreciate it every week and we enjoy it just as much because you know we just love doing this every week so we're glad you mean, guys hey. enjoy it <laughs> Even more so these days. Uh, yeah, it's a nice, yeah, it's a nice, uh, nice Hopefully escape from everything. Yeah, just like turn your brain off for a little bit and let's talk some know, games. Listen, listen to us talk some games. Exactly. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Later, gamers.